guys, this is Songs and Scriptures. This is Ngoni. Enjoy.
Welcome back to another episode of Songs and Scripture. I'm Morel Francis. Today we're going to continue in our devotion from Psalm 42. When we were together last time, we saw that as the deer pants for the water, it's in the same way that our lives depend on God. Those who seek Him and long to find Him find never-ending life. Feeling separated from God, the, the psalmist wouldn't rest until his relationship with God um, was restored because he knew that his life was dependent on it. Let's pick up again from Psalm 42, starting in verse 1. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When I shall come, and appear before God. My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? You know, in Old Testament times, God's presence was revealed in the temple. But here, the psalmist is on a road far away from the temple. You know, there's a story of a, of a pastor in a church who had met with some very stubborn uh, members uh, they had formed a committee to talk about some changes that the pastor wanted to make. And the church members shot down all of the members' ideas. But the pastor was determined to get the last laugh. In the minutes of the meeting, he listed all the members present. And then he also listed one member who wasn't present. God. Have you ever felt sometimes that God was absent from your life? Have you ever felt like he was absent from what you're doing? You no longer sense his presence. You no longer feel his power. You seem distanced from God. That's exactly how the psalmist felt. In verse 4, he says, These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. You see, we have to remember that Old Testament worship was accentuated by the sights of the temple, the, the aroma of the sacrifices, the excitement of the feasts. Worship in the Old Testament was a, a multi-sensory experience. You could see and smell and stroke the glory of God. But ultimately, Old Testament worship was limited by the temple. Worship was chained to a, a time and a place. You, you had to be at the temple to be able to get this sensory kind of experience. But once again, reference, referencing what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will worship the Father. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, 
and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. You see, Jesus turned worship from a sensory experience into a spiritual experience. Today, we as believers are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Today, we as believers are the, the holy of holies is in, the, in, is in our hearts. And then the psalmist cries out in verse 5, Why are you downcast, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. Verse 6, And my God, my soul is cast down within me. Then I remember you from the land of Jordan and Hermon, from Mount Miser. Deep calls to deep, at the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. You know, in these uncertain and abnormal times, it's okay to not be okay. I'm sure once upon a time there was a line of thinking which said something along the lines of that a Christian has no business being depressed. Maybe that showing depression was a lack of faith. Fortunately, the Bible does not share that view. It presents God's people just the way they are. Sometimes they're angry. Sometimes they're confused. Sometimes they're bitter or, or depressed. We read in 1 Kings 19 where the prophet Elijah was so depressed that he asked God to let him die. And in our reading today, the psalmist says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? You know, I'm sure we've met many people, many, especially many Christians who, like the psalmist, are downcast, disturbed. And it's not something to be ashamed of. When we become depressed, we have to do what the psalmist did. We have to hope in God. He provides the help we need through others whom he equips with the gifts of counseling and understanding. Psalm 42 describes that feeling of spiritual emptiness. The psalmist lost his spiritual GPS. He used to be close to God. He used to know what it was like to be spiritually alive. He used to know how to find God. He used to give lessons on God. But now it feels like God has gone away without leaving a forwarding address. You know, reminding ourselves of what God has done in the past can be a refreshing drink. Remembering God's promises uh, can soak us in waves of hope. And when we share stories and testimonies um, of how God has quenched our thirst, they push us into a pool of God's grace. Verse 8. By the Lord's commands, his steadfast love and at night his song is within me, a prayer to God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of, of the enemy? As a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? 
and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I just want to encourage you today, don't be afraid to ask for help. Be assured that God cares about how you feel. Ask him to open your eyes today for all the provisions that he makes available. And so we pray, Lord, today we want to pray for all who suffer from depression and anxiety and hopelessness. We want to pray for those who would try to minister to them. But we pray for those who, who, who have those struggles. Help them to know that there is hope and that hope is found through Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Father, you God bless. Looked beyond.